0: good morning coffee drinkers it's been exactly one month 21st of january now is the 21st of february 2019 one month since the last podcast i am in super chord mode chelsea is not here right now she is also in super chord mode because she is working on volume two uh chord harmony volume two but i am in such in chord mode um i wanted to jump on this get back in the podcast play you guys something um, some, a piece of music that's been in my brain for so many years and I have never sat down and really got to the intricacies of it all and because I'm talking so much about harmony and, and chord voicings and chord melody and reharmonization in the new book this is really it, it's going to be on the playlist as part of the book uh, this piece of music so i wanted to kind of break it down in the podcast for you guys maybe some of you are interested to hear how my process goes from a piece of music like this into my playing and comes out in compositions in improvisation in arrangement all that kind of stuff it's um Symphony Number 5, C-sharp minor, uh, uh, the adagietto, it's a uh, Mahler. It's a beautiful piece of music. I will play you a little bit of it right this second. It's very subtle. Very simple, harmonically speaking. subtleties in in this harmony is to me is unbelievable and it really it it, it highlights that something that I, i speak about ever such a lot especially when it comes to playing chords on bass and i'm always talking about how much you can do with just a root note and a melody note in terms of the harmony and how effective you can be with that in fact the first few uh i think the first few pages of chordal harmony the first book i put out is all about just playing playing tense i think it's in g just playing the root and the 10th whether that be major or minor on top and then what you can do with that actually make music with just a root note and just a melody. And this Mahler is obviously obviously no exception even though it's a, a beautiful lush orchestra. Um, like my first thing to go in there and pick out is the root motion kind of telling me that dictating the basic uh, you know landscape of the harmony. It's in F. But right away actually not the root note but the first thing you hear is that is is just a, a unison note is that C is that is the melody there and then the harmony starts to fill in underneath it and I hear that as I hear that as kind of a uh, as a as a as an f but with a C in the bass so like a a one chord over the five something like that there's definitely a little a in there. Okay, so the subtlety of that the melody picking up again just one melody note one root note at a time obviously i'm playing multiple notes in the melody but there are no more than two notes at a time that i'm playing or will play actually through um through you know through uh, breaking all this down i'll just do it with a root note and a melody um. I think we go there to the 5 chord next. And again, check that out. So, so still F. And then the root note changes to the 5 to C. And you get this kind of suspension and resolution. It's not the sus 4 to the 3. It's the 6 to the 5. You get A on top going to G and C in the in the melody. So the whole thing. Pull. The four there. So so far we've only gone one, five, and four. That's and it's and it's to me that's really beautiful, really simple, and unbelievably effective. Um, so a B flat there. Oh, I hear this is a is an F over A. So I'm putting the F in there just to highlight that that's. Just as to, to highlight that that's an F over A rather than, rather than an A minor because that, that they can get a little ambiguous there. I think the, the harmony, the melody and the, and the way it's arriving at this dictates that it's, uh, that it's still the one chord and not the six minor chord. But just to get that in your ear, it's not A minor, it's F over A, that chord. And then half step down, we go to A flat melody giving us like an A-flat Lydian. Now we go to 2 major, and now this is a a sus, 4 going to 3, G here, that might be G7 there, and then I love this change right here, This, this kills me when you go from a major to a minor with the same root, right there. And it sounds way more complicated than it is And it's literally just dropping the major third uh, Dropping the major third to a minor third So, uh, no. And we drop the root Another half step So now we have uh, G flat in the root The cat is apparently Where's the cat? She's Yeah, okay, Charlotte. (laughs) Um, And then, very quietly in the background, I hear the I hear the D, I hear the five drop in there. That's it. That's the whole phrase. that I can't remember the entire thing right away but just those concepts I'm not really trying to play it um, you know just as uh, exactly as it is on the record I'm trying to take these concepts put them into my own playing so a couple of things that, that stand out about it to me are those those natural sevens going to the root with the root in the bass so you get this major seven interval and then an octave I, I might try and do that
1: just the, the
0: first thing I do is experiment you hear it goes kind of out right away there and doesn't sound particularly musical but I want to experiment all around the instrument See see kind of what see what kind of fruit that thing bears Uh, Some of these changes I really like I might take out uh, Just take out like four chords out of the middle I'll do it like that Um, Mm -hmm. uh, it feels that see this is and this is the where I get to the function of everything as well like it feels like the phrase shouldn't end after that G minor it felt like it should go to the G flat to me so maybe it's gonna be an odd number of bars or an odd number of chords let's try again myself kind of a, a totally different i've never played over those changes before and just a new landscape with which to experiment with and not a particularly easy one i gotta say i trying to make that flow and sound musical as i play over the top of those changes uh, and really get the the essence of each i'll sometimes do that like just go through the chords Uh, out of time and really outline them find all my kind of nice melody points Charlotte stop fucking up the couch damn why do cats love to do that we buy her a scratching post all kinds of stuff nope gotta tear up my couch (sighs)
1: yeah. <sighs>
0: A while. I mean, I could probably spend about three hours just rocking out over those changes. But you see where it came from. It came from these really simple...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Root note, melody note. Um, there's a ton of stuff I'm putting in the playlist for Chordal Harmony, uh, Volume 2. Um, Thousand Kisses Deep. Oh, that's a little loud. Hello. Branner and uh, Dieter E. Beautiful rendition of that uh, Leonard Cohen tune. Um, on my Instagram, there is a kind of uh, transcription of that. Not my Instagram. I guess Instagram too, but definitely on YouTube. I did a thing where I filmed, filmed myself write, actually writing the transcription. So you can go check out Thousand Kisses Deep on my YouTube channel. There's a, there's a whole transcription of that. I put in some Brahms. Because again, I just... Like the melodies are amazing. The root motion is really pronounced. You've got, I don't know, what, how many... Here we go. Holes in my knowledge of classical music right here. How many basses are going to be in that? Brahms Symphony Number no. Three, in uh, in F major, on the poco allegro. Or oh, just in the orchestra in general, how many basses are going to be there? But definitely enough, so you hear the root motion really clearly. That's my point. Really, really easy to hear that root motion. So just starting with that and rolling through the tune maybe even writing down the root motion then going back and looking at the melody then the relationship between the two this is this is how it all kind of breaks down for me this is where where I go i mean yes i've been doing it for a lot of years over i don't know over 25 years now so i can definitely hear certain things without having to maybe write them down or process them or really put them under a microscope i can definitely hear things right off the bat but in terms of where it all started and still to this day even when there's something even the complex stuff now doesn't actually uh, feel that complex because the foundation is there. Just that root motion and melody note foundation and recognition and kind of that real time um, transcription ability is there just from spending so much time listening to stuff like this. That's why I wanted to add the playlist to the book just to give people an idea of like, well, it's not all just like Herbie Hancock chords or, you know, Bill Evans chords or whatever. Well, actually. Herbie Hancock is kind of all Bill Evans chords, (laughs) but it's not just piano chords, it's not just one thing, it's a real kind of wide range of things. Um, And that thousand kisses deep thing this thing here perfect example of a melody and a bass note. is that it's crazy and then you get into like lush stuff this is with uh, this is Charlie Hayden from his ba- uh, from his album American Dreams but again whoa what is it I love that motion. Immediately, I can hear it's kind of big fifths in the, in, the, in the orchestra. Let me go back to the beginning. Oh, that's so cool. And I've been listening to this forever, um, but that would be something I would love to just put, put in, the, something I would put in the looper right away. little vibe going. fact now I'm listening to that I'm thinking that might start becoming a tune for the new record um by the way um I I don't know how I didn't speak about this right off the bat just so excited about this doing a new record you guys may or may not have heard about that um it's happening in June in New York um second week of June and I'm just over the moon to have John Patitucci producing the record we've been speaking the last last few weeks and talking about music and musicians and concept and all kinds of stuff and the team that's going to do the record and and john's kind of going to be driving driving the bus this time it's the first time i think this is either my 10th or my 11th record as a band leader and it's the first time i'm going to use a producer the first time i'm not going to produce the thing myself and um like who i guess who better to have in the in the control room and kind of behind the scenes pulling the puppet strings a little bit and having an amazingly well-trained and constructively critical ear to listen to everything that's going on like that 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 voice that i trust um from the outside looking in really really psyched about that um so more more on that i'll um i'll post stuff i've been making some demos and the music's almost done gonna go to new york in march and rehearse with the band and uh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post progress about that, but I'm really, really excited about it. And that will be June, we'll do the record. Not sure when it will come out. Definitely planning to start touring in November, um, this November, to do pretty much a world tour. I'm going to try and hit everywhere between, I don't know, maybe November and July, something like that. So we can kind of have favorable traveling conditions in all areas of the world between those two points and uh, try and come to as many places as possible. So hit me up on instagram if you uh if you want to hear that music and hear me and hear me with the band and bring the band to some places that i've never played before and and make some music for you guys coffee drinkers you you will be the heart and soul of this tour as as you guys were on the last minute world tour that was what made that such a success and so much fun and um and very motivating to go out and do it again so this time with a band with an album to promote kind of doing everything the right way around this time record the album with great musicians amazing producer go on the road meet everyone's kind of kind of how it should be i think so um give me some feedback on that hit me up on instagram um and and let me know where i should be where i should be traveling to um and yeah, so a few more things on uh, on the playlist for the new chord book. Uh, there's some like simple stuff, some rock stuff as well. I put a sting track on here from Bring On The Night because I wanted to highlight the flat six, flat seven chord progression right here. C D E. that's Omar Hakim, Kenny Kirkland, Daryl Jones, all the cats, but just a, a, a really cool example, and not, not an example of, uh, of, of of the progression going uh, major, 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 but prog- uh, an example of the pro- progression going sus, sus, minor.
1: So I wonder if it's
0: actually maybe E, sus, as well. That's it's kind of E, kind of E minor pentatonic vibe at the end. But yeah, so C sus to D sus to E minor, and just flat six, flat seven, one really, uh, you know, common progression. You hear that a lot in pop music. Um, you know, if you, if you listen to, uh, oh, I've got it in the playlist as well. <laughs> of course I do. If you listen to this track. Kenny Garrett from Sing a Song of Song. So it's 1, flat 6, flat 7, to 1. So I included a few instances of that progression and how useful it is as a device, as a reharm thing, like all, all kinds of stuff, and how that can substitute in for 2 five ones and all kinds of stuff when you're arranging and especially if any of you guys know my playing you know when I get to sort of rock out live and I'm improvising and I'm using chords to improvise that's you know that's when a lot of this stuff uh, comes into effect um, where i am kind of really really making it up as I'm going along and um, it's it's really important I think to if that is going to be successful like if that element of your playing is gonna be supernatural is to have a bunch of things under your fingers in the muscle memory, all of these progressions. So whenever you get you know, any given melody note, you have an entire repertoire to go to in terms of, you know, what possible chords can go with that. So I've included a lot of reharm stuff, um, how to use, you know, a chromatic bass line to reharm. One melody note and how to fill in the chords you know lots of four string stuff five string with a low b and some high uh, high c five string stuff all with tab been trying to be as comprehensive as possible with this new book and i'm psyched i'm about to film all the video for it uh, this weekend, because the book's coming out next week, March first, and uh, I'm practicing, <laughs> practicing all my own licks basically, so I can nail it in the video and do all the five string with a low B stuff, which I don't normally do too much of, so brushing up on that side of my playing.
1: Uh, what was that? Uh.
0: Ah, come up with a new exercise right there. That's 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 actually quite quite a cool one. If you play well, let's go here. So C over E. This is all a uh, high high C five stringer, but the concept remains the same. That's another thing I should talk about. Like people, well, how do I translate that to the four string? Okay, yes, you have one less string, and that one less string is, is you know is is the high one. So there are going to be certain things that are just not physically possible. But conceptually, a melody note and a root note, the reharmonization of that melody note with a root note conceptually is all the same. So the stuff is all relatable no matter what instrument you have. Maybe you have to go that extra mile and do the transposition or move it to a different key. But it's all possible uh, for, for the most part, except a few, very few high notes. But anyway, this this exercise... Oops so c over e to e flat minor six to d minor minus seven to d flat major seven and then on the d flat major seven i'm just playing triads of d flat e flat d flat which now gives me a new melody note target note where i can do exactly the same thing again so And I'm back up the octave again. That's kind of a cool one. Again, that just Doing things like that, creating, that—that that is exactly, I'm so glad that happened right now because that is exactly how it happens. It's normally like a mistake or just something I've never done before. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's go after it. Let's chase that. Let's see what value I can get out of it and what good that is going to do me, how I can assimilate that vocabulary into my playing. And that's exactly how it happens. You know, the more exercises like that and repetition of moving around the instrument and of being... Uh, creative and having these melody and bass note and just general harmonic associations the more I can move that around the instrument be comfortable anywhere on the neck the the higher the chance of success I have when I go out and do that for real in time in tempo where I can't stop and be like oh well what was that and let me do this and let me write an idea down you know getting you know getting that happening in real time and it's crazy you know you can be a, a total stud in the practice room and then be a total amateur on stage or or at least feel like and i feel like that way sometimes because i feel like you know we we don't we're not as honest with ourselves when we're practicing at home in terms of when we stop and when we take things out of time and when we you know put them under the microscope which is of course what we should be doing with a lot of things but it's that disconnect when you get on stage to or, or at least trying to get out of that habit of stopping and 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 being so fluent and having everything so fluidly under your fingers so at some point you have to give yourself i think some discipline in your practice routine at home where you don't stop where you do recreate the live situation where you ca- just cannot stop there are no you know there are no mistakes you just roll on and you deal with it and you adapt and you troubleshoot in the moment i think that's a a great skill to have that is that's why it's so much of why i i i'm just the huge still the huge advocate always have been always will be of transcribing and not slowing stuff down you know building up your ability to hear things in real time because as as john palatucci said music happens in real time you can't lean over to the piano player and say hey man can you rewind that and play that again because i'd really like to react to that you know i'd really like to understand that to be able to react to that in my comping now that that stuff happens in real time um so before I get into transcription rant mode um i'll get off I'll get off here and get back to finishing the book March first this bad boy is coming out um and I said what did I say on YouTube maybe recently that we're doing something special. we are doing something special with this one um really cool. I wish I'd thought of this years ago uh. But no here it's it's gonna happen now it's gonna happen next week so i'm excited to bring you that like little surprise little supplementary thing with the book um if you uh have any questions we we have we have questions people have left messages sorry we didn't get to any today chelsea is not around i want to do the questions with her because some of them are for her or for both of us so i'm going to wait until chelsea is is back and uh and we'll get we'll get to we'll get to people's questions if you want to leave a question if you have a question of any kind go to com forward slash podcast and uh click the appropriate button leave us a voice message and we will play it on the air so to speak and try and answer your questions Um, we love the questions so always keep those coming do not there are no stupid questions do not feel embarrassed to leave one it's all good um so so Please do that. Follow on Instagram at YannickGwizDala. And if you're not on the mailing list, go to the website, Yannickguizdala.com and fill in the form. I think you can get a free bass lesson. I seem to remember there being a free bass lesson there if you sign up for the mailing list. But what will happen when you sign up for the mailing list is you will find out exactly when the new book is coming, Chordal Harmony, Volume 2, Voicings, Chord Melody, and Reharmonization. I'm so psyched. I gotta go practice now. I gotta go practice all this stuff I wrote so I can make the videos this weekend and i will see you coffee drinkers of the world back here on the podcast uh hopefully with chelsea very soon